This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Doug and I love movies. movies. Coming to you once again from, yeah, we've done it here before. It's been a minute. 
but we're at Cafe Istanbul in New Orleans, Louisiana. Louisiana. It's like if Oklahoma was about Louisiana. Um, so thank you guys so much for being here. It's Tuesday, March 6th. I know that because I'm going on a cruise tomorrow that uh, the dates are March 7 to 11. <laughs> and that's, that's easy for a pot smoker to remember. <laughs> 7 to 11. Uh, so yeah, it's, it, we're on the 6th, and you guys are on your name tag game, I'm guessing. The name tags are always great here. There's always lots of them. We got, we got Kill Dill, of course. Your name is Dill? Okay. Your middle name is Dill, good, yeah. Hide that, fucking hide that Dill. No Country for Old Who? No Country for Old Michael is all about the M&Ms. You're really like uh, tapping those M&Ms. I, I, you know, I don't know if my guests are super into M&Ms or not, but uh, have we, have I, Seen you before, the guy who's dressed up with the oil cans from the jerk. You, you've seen me, uh, yeah, I've seen you here, and you had the same thing going on. And Orlando, oh my God, you're traveling around to freak me out. Because it doesn't seem, it seems like a very singular idea to dress up as Steve Martin from the jerk, and then have a bunch of oil cans, and, and then that have been shot at. What's your uh, name? Chris. Chris, where is that on your thing? Uh, is it on your shirt? No, it says Naven. It says, yeah, it says Naven. So, so you've taken the idea of a name tag <laughs> and put your name nowhere on it. <laughs> like this is next level name tag shit. I'm not gonna put Chad on here. I'm Naven for fuck's sake. All right, well, uh, great job to everybody. Is there people in the balcony? Did you? <laughs> Do you guys have name tags? No. Okay, good, because you are not going to get chosen up there. <laughs> I want to make sure you know what you're, what you're in for. Plus, you're just completely unseen. The lights are completely in my eyes, so I, I, don't even, I can't even see you. Like, anytime you guys laugh, I'll be like, oh, ghosts are enjoying this. <laughs> it's working out for the ghost contingent. All right, get out of, hey, move over, Pixar. Um, so. <laughs> uh, Doug Plugs. Uh, Wednesday, March 21st, Douglas Movies returns to our New York City home, the Gramercy Theater. Douglas Movies returns to the UCB Theater in Los Angeles on Tuesday, March 27th. And I'm doing stand-up at the Sacramento Punchline on Thursday, April 19th, and Paradise, California on April 20th. Ooh, paradise. <laughs> All of my dates and deeds and links are available at DougLovesMovies.com. It's DougLovesMovies.com! Yeah! <laughs> yeah. All right, so you can see that we have uh, three guest chairs and three microphones on stage up here. And um, that's a typical number of guests on the show. But in the case of today, I've got two great guests waiting in the wings. And the third guest 
is going to be one of you. Yeah, that's right. Is the Gookie here? Yeah, I thought so. I thought that, thought that was you. Why are you all overdressed today? You just came from a funeral? All right, so... In addition to the Gookie, who else would like to be uh, up here on stage? Uh, raise up your name tag if you'd like to uh, join us up here. Because uh, unfortunately, I'm going to judge you based on your name tags. Holy shit, Naven wants to play. <laughs> What's your name tag over here, uh, lady? Sleep Leslie in Seattle. Sleep Leslie in Seattle. And do you, do you really want to come up here? Do you think you'd be good at playing these games? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love your confidence. Come up here. Yeah. And let's get Naven up here because he just goes to so much effort for no good reason. And the Gookie. Come on up, the Gookie, because we've, uh, we've met him already previously. Get over here, dude. Well, I, I'd bring the cans because, you know, what if somebody tries to shoot at you? It's good to have those as a distraction. Plus, just the overall look. Does anybody have a camera or a phone? <laughs> Make sure you get a shot of this group. Uh, but let's meet everybody individually real quick. What's your name, young lady? Leslie. Talk into your microphone, please. Leslie. Closer. Leslie. Harassment. Um, <laughs> Leslie, uh, what do you do here in the New Orleans area? I work at a hotel near the Superdome, and I've worked there for five years. Ooh, is that a good location for a hotel near the Superdome? Yeah. A lot of people go to events at Superdome, need to crash. I need a hotel room, I need it quick. I can help you out. Okay. What's your name again? Leslie. <laughs> Where's your name tag at? Oh, you left it over there. Yeah, that's a good idea. Keep your beer uh, rather than your name. Oh, it's flying in. Look at that. <laughs> Is that a roadie on his day off? <laughs> Very nice. All right, that'll help me to remember your name, Leslie. Thank you. I'll just call you Coors if I can't. <laughs> what are you drinking? Can't be Coors. Abita Amber. Looks delicious, yeah. Oh, speaking of delicious drinks, dear Cafe Istanbul... Uh, can I order a uh, Tito's and soda? Would you mind? Oh, thank you so much. Uh, does anybody else need anything? Okay, great. Um, <laughs> all right, so we got the Gookie. Uh, it's an unfortunate name, but a very nice man who's been to the shows here before, and I've talked to him about him incessantly. And, and what's your actual name, dude? My name is Mason. Mason. And you didn't bring a name tag tonight? No, I, I feel that after winning the 14 Guests of Christmas prize pack that I don't deserve to ever win. Listen to him pulling himself out of the running. Yeah. What a gracious person. It was way too much stuff. Yes. So. Well, you're, you're way better than Leslie in every way. <laughs> but let's say hello to Naven. Uh, what's your actual name again? Chris. Chris. All right. That's going to be hard for me to navigate. Uh, so chances are I'll probably call you Naven again. Are you filming the show, ma'am or sir? It was a dude. Uh, 
But the light on my face could have been anything. But as soon as he put the camera down, I'm like, oh, it's our roadie. It's cool. <laughs> he could shoot stuff. Um, but yeah, that was a really long, long, constant ray of light coming out of that phone. Uh, what do you do for a living, uh, Chad? Or Chris. Uh, nope. <laughs> You're... Well, you don't have a name tag that has your actual goddamn name. I got to deal with remembering who, what the Gookie's real name is. Leslie didn't have her name tag. If it wasn't for our faithful roadie, we'd never see it. So I need you to cooperate and answer to any name I call you. Well, Chad but, is a 911 operator. What? <laughs> Hang on a second. I have to have a drink. I, just when I hear them, I get 411 and 911 and 311. I get them all mixed up. All mixed up. Don't know what to do. What? 911 is information? Or no. Emer- <laughs> 911's emergency. You are correct. That's sir. what you do. I do indeed. What's the worst? Oh, that's terrible. What's the last emergency you had to deal with? Like, do you get a lot of bogus emergencies? That's a better question. Sure, but I guess the most memorable one was a man being bit in the penis by a raccoon. Are you in touch with either the man or the raccoon? Like, does it bother you that you don't know how these stories end a lot of the times? I don't want to know how most of them end. You just want to hope they lived... I want to go back to watching my movie. Well, you know, I love movies, so I can't... I can't be mad at you for neglecting the lives of people. (laughs) Good luck to you today, Naven, Chad, Chris. Have you guys been to Naven, Chad, Chris Steakhouse? (laughs) All right, so we're going to play a... uh, a quick round of last man stand to determine which one of you gets to stay. And uh, I'm not even going to write down your answers because I, 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 we just need it to go fast. So uh, all of my decisions are final. And there's a person in the audience who suggested that they have a great name for last man Stanton on my Twitter. And that person goes by the the name Fart Cancer. I'm sorry, Doug, that's that's me. And that's him. How does this, this always happens. I had no idea if Fart Cancer and Naven were one and the same. And yet somehow he manages to get up here on this stage. And I feel like, you know, it's just the luck of the draw thing. And that these other two contestants should be all right with him getting to decide. (laughs) What name were you thinking of? Steve Martin. (laughs) Okay. So do you feel like you're like a super Steve Martin fan or do you feel like these guys, this lady and this man would have a chance against you? It would be unfair. I've studied Steve Martin movies all day. All right, it would be unfair. So let's go to Leslie. Who would you pick for person whose movies you could name the most of? Tom Hanks. Oh, that's a good one. All right, and then uh, the Gookster. I would pick Harrison Ford. That's another good one. Those, these, all of these names have come up on the show before, 
and they've been it's been a great competition. So I say, and we'll go quickly. You don't get time to think. Each of you will name films from the person that you just named. No lifelines. Yeah, this is serious. I see you taking a deep breath. Chad, Chris, Navin. You're going to need it. <laughs> You're not even going to have time to exhale. I don't seem like a fast game show host, but look out. <laughs> uh, how do we decide who goes first? Okay. La lady with a super deep voice. <laughs> Ladies are first. <clears throat> Please. All right, so that's the order we'll go in. We'll go uh, Leslie, Gookie. Gookie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so Instead of say his name, I just spilled my drink on myself. <laughs> That's the same thing to me. Wow, I spilled a lot on myself. All right, here we go. Leslie, your person is Tom Hanks. Give me a Tom Hanks movie. Castaway. Correct. <laughs> Gookie, yours is uh, Harrison Ford. Give me a Harrison Ford movie. Hanover Street. Mm-hmm. Wow, you're going deep and you're only playing against yourself. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go chronological. That's not even chronological. That wasn't his first or his last I movie. I don't know what kind of chronology you're working with. <laughs> uh, Chris... It's got to be the Steve jerk. Martin, to you got to start with the jerk. You're, go, you're really crowding it up. All right. Now we're going to go fast. Leslie. The Polar Express. Yes, Lee. <laughs> Gookie. Apocalypse Now. Correct, Mookie. Man with two brains. <laughs> that was so stupid. I didn't say your name yet, Chad, Chris, David. Man with two brains. Mm -hmm. Leslie. Philadelphia. Gookie. Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Chris. The Lonely Guy. Leslie. The Road to Perdition. Gookie. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Chris. <laughs> Three. It is difficult to pick. Two. L.A. Stories. You're out! Oh, okay. They're out. Uh, what's it called? L.A. Stories? One more time. Oh, it's not... You can't yell full title because it's less title. <laughs> Dead men don't What's wear plaid. What's it called? Oh, switch up. Dead men don't <laughs> wear plaid. Leslie. Big. Gookie. Blade Runner. All of me. Chris. <laughs> Leslie. The terminal. What? The terminal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gookie. Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. Chris. Father of the Bride. Leslie. Cloud Atlas. Gookie. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Chris. Holy shit. <laughs> Three, two, one. Oh, 
two. Uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club you Band. You are still in it. <laughs> Leslie. Forrest Gump. Googie. Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. Chris. Can I name some Star Wars movies too? <laughs> You're the you fucking picks. Steve Martin three, two, one. You're out of here. Get the he fuck out of here. He hates these cans. He hates these cans. Oh. All right, Leslie. Apollo thirteen. Googie. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Hmm. Leslie. Uh, the Green Mile. Googie. Regarding Henry. Leslie. Charlie Wilson's War. Oh. 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 Doogie. Patriot Games. Leslie. Turner and Hooch. Googie. <gasps> Clear and Present Danger. Leslie. Harrison Ford does Sleepless more sequels. Sleepless in Seattle. What? Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, nice. Googie. <laughs> Uh, Blade Runner 2049. Oh, Leslie. You've got mail. Googie. Oh, here we go. Regarding Henry. You said that. Oh, I already said that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, mini I mean, mini, my memory's mini better than his. Um, uh, K-19, The Widowmaker. Nobody should ever say that. <laughs> Leslie. Bridge of Spies. What? The Bridge of Spies? Oh, yeah. I thought you said Courageous Pies. <laughs> and I was like, aren't they all? <laughs> Gookie. Working Girl. Leslie. Saving Mr. Banks. Gookie. Oh, dear. Um, oh! No, I had one. I, I Come had, on, I, Gookie! I had one just now, and I skipped over it to oh. say the other one that I had. I know, right? Uh, working Girl. Ooh. I said working girl already? Yeah, you did. You oh, said then it I, then I, seven then I, times. Then I skipped the other one that I... Oh, oh shit. Oh, mother pus bucket. Three, um, two. Oh, I'm out. She's got it. One e She oh, did God. it, Leslie. The gooky is out. Thank you for playing gooky. Do I stay up Keep here or do drink. I go back? You might as well stay here. There's no reason to... What's your last name, though, Leslie? I'm going to introduce you correct, correctly at the, you know, as I introduce the other guests. Leslie what? Ellis. You seem like you might not want that to go out. <laughs> uh, okay. Leslie Ellis. Are you in a relation to Jason Ellis? Mm, not that I am aware. No, I don't think so. That makes sense. He's from Australia. <laughs> you guys ready to get my other guests out here? <laughs> Congratulations, Leslie. And uh, please, everybody, give it up for Leslie Ellis, Bean, and Trey Gallion. <laughs> Can
Come on out, fellas. Don't be, oh. Oh, from every direction. This is exciting. Oh, he's shaking hands with his uh, opponent. That's, uh, that's very nice. No. Very gallant of you. Did you say there's something rude to her, Bean? He was rude. All right. No, I, I didn't shake her hand. I oh, went over to congratulate South? her on being South a great contestant. Now? Yeah, you did the right thing, Bean. But Trey is already starting off. He loves to be the villain. Or it's as fine. they say here in the French Quarter, villain. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't, uh, I don't necessarily like that, and I won't cotton to it, but let's meet everybody individually. Starting with Leslie Ellis is here, everybody. <laughs> Boo a little. She's the one to watch, I think, in this competition tonight, uh, really taking on the, you know, the gooky. He's not messing around. He came here from a funeral, uh, which always, like, everybody knows that the best competitors do that. And um, <laughs> just stop by a funeral on your way to the competition. But, Leslie, how do you think you'll do tonight against mm. these two if you... We'll I don't know if you're familiar with them. No, I'm not. <laughs> Fair. I know you come to Douglas movies, you know, for the uh, you know exciting guests that I can uh, bring out, and uh, I know you 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 one day will be excited to have been on with these two. <laughs> but uh, well, for now, that might you know you might feel like you're going to dominate in the competition, and I and I think that's going to work for you. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. And also, um, I'm just bringing this on you now. You didn't know you'd be a, a guest on the show, but did you bring something for the prize bag? Okay, so we'll give you time to think about what you want to donate to the prize bag. Could be anything. Can it be my name tag? Could be anything. You, you, you'll tell us when we get to you. I'll, I'll get to you in a, in a second. But first, we're going to say hello to our, a first-time guest on the show, uh, he goes by one name and one name only, as all the biggest names do. And uh, you may know him from uh, the world-famous K-Rock out in Los Angeles. He's, uh, he's Bean of Kevin and Bean. It's Bean, everybody! Hi, guys. Hey, Doug. Thank you for the invitation, sir. Can you, can you believe this guy? He's on a radio show in Los Angeles, but he gets to live here in New Orleans. That's a pretty sweet deal, right? It's a good deal. Yeah. Let's suck up to the hometown crowd for a second. Tell everybody how much you love it here. Uh, it's m maybe my favorite city in America, and um, <laughs> pitch my uh, pitch myself every day that I, my wife had the brilliant idea for us to move to New Orleans. <laughs> so yeah, so it couldn't be any better. And the time the time difference, I God, I love the Central Time Zone so much because I'm doing a radio show to the Pacific Time Zone, so I get to get up two hours later than everybody else. <laughs> Oh, I didn't look at it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's math, Doug, but... I thought I was making you stay up hella late tonight, but you're... you're, you're I'm golden. You're totally good. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. All right. You still don't stay up late, though, right? No, I don't. Uh, but, I, but I'm... Because you do be some work before your show. You don't go into your show, like, just, you know, roll out of bed and do the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of prep. There's as much prep going into a radio show as there is hours in the radio show. It's, it's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. You always know your stuff, and that's why uh, it'll be interesting to see how you do against Leslie. I know how you're going to do against my third guest tonight. Uh, it's one of the best uh, guests this show has that is rarely winning anything. Did you... 
It's Trey Galleon, everybody. Excited to have you here in uh, New Orleans because tomorrow you and I are getting on the uh, Norwegian Pearl. Yup. <laughs> I'm taking my drama. Tomorrow we're going to get into a Norwegian pool. No, we're going to be on the Pearl, which is uh, one of the Norwegian Cruise Line's uh, signature ships. Ship, right. Ships. Not boat. Ship. Yeah, they, you know, they don't want you to call it a boat, but it's still, you know. It's a fucking boat. You can still... <laughs> You know, when this, when it sets sail, you can still take a selfie and just, you know, uh, write in the caption, I'm on a boat. It's still, it's of the boat family. Let's not make a big deal out of it. Is that the, that's not, I don't want to get you in trouble with your sponsor, but that's not the brand where the people keep falling overboard, is it? Because that's no, been in the news no, a lot. No, 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 that's uh, Suicide Cruises. Okay. <laughs> that's a different liner altogether. Yeah, they go right after that market, and I... I <laughs> I think it's brave, and I think it's fun to go on those cruises because some people want to have sex one last time. (laughs) (laughs) So we got to remember to release this podcast after we're out at sea. Right. Because this cruise line might not like that kind of talk. Yeah, it must not be a hot talk. Like, people must not be spending a lot of time laughing about uh, people who get overboard. But I just don't stand near the edge ever because, uh, you know, you never know when somebody might get an idea. (laughs) Well, I have a balcony room, so I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but I'm going to try my damnedest to not fall over the Do you have a destination on this? Are you guys going to an island? No, we just... uh, Fun! You know... It's a rebellious rock cruise, so we're just going to sail until uh, we're detained in some country and then probably held uh, prisoner, oh. and we're going to need Trump's help to get out. I am, <laughs> I am definitely not getting off the boat in Mexico. That's for damn sure. I've done my time in Mexico. But yeah, that's where we're going. It's Cozumel, which, you know, when you get off the boat, it's just a bunch of uh, bars with, uh, you know... Uh, tequila shots and loud music and this lady's giving a big thumbs up. That sounds relevant to your interests. Yeah. You, what you do is you it's keep right. walking. You keep walking. You walk past all the tourist shit and you get where there's not so many lights and stuff, you know, and it's a little sketchy. <laughs> then you walk into those bars. And what happens then? That's why I'm staying on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Your, your advice isn't consistent. <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't want people to do as you do. No, don't do as I do, no, please. No, you sound like you're encouraging them to go out there. Now, uh, <laughs> uh, you had a devastating loss in Denver, Trey. Yeah. And, oh, uh, so close. Yeah. I won two games and then lost to the fucking crowd schmuck. That was the <laughs> You're going down. <laughs> Whatever. His name was, I don't remember, and he was not a schmuck. <laughs> he was very nice. His name was Kellen, and he was Kellen, very nice. Kellen, yes. Kellen was very cool, and it was great to have him, and it's great to have Leslie, and, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> and, uh, let's go down the line, though. I always ask everybody a question, uh, before we get to the prize bag, because I want to give Leslie extra time to think about that one. Uh, Bean, what was the last movie that you saw? 
I think I actually have an interesting story for this question, Doug. I got the Well, there's a room full of people that are going right. to judge whether that's true or not. I, <laughs> there's a movie I have been wanting to see for a long time that I could not find streaming or playing anywhere, and I actually had to buy the DVD on Amazon to get it. It was the only place I could find it, and it was Melvin and Howard. Okay. Do you know it? I do. Jason Robards plays Howard Hughes, mm -hmm. who gets picked up by a hitchhiker in the desert after a motorcycle accident, played by Paul Lamott, is the driver of that car. Mm -hmm. Years later, Howard Hughes dies and leaves the guy $156 million in his will. Allegedly a true story, by the way. And this is, this is what the movie is about, is the story of him and his court battle to try to get that money when, after Hughes died and the will was presented and his name was in it. I cannot recommend the film. It was, it was not a good movie, but a really, a really uh, interesting real life story. And Mary Steenburgen does some, some, some stripping. She's, so she's, there's something she's to recommend. Kind of, she's pretty naked in it. And um, she won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress for that role. No kidding. Yeah, Jason Robards, I believe, was probably nominated for playing uh, uh, Howard Hughes. And it was also uh, directed by Jonathan Demme, too, by the way, which Who is another reason. passed away last year and yes. has made a lot of amazing films. But his films, the style of each one is different enough that he's got one of those, uh, you know, his, his uh, library of movies, you could have mixed opinions about them. Right. Like they're all so different. There's some you love and some you don't care so much for. And there's a lot of filmmakers that are like that. But I like the ones that are perfect every time. Those are my favorite directors, and I'm like the oh, ones who make better movies. The ones that make better movies, like every time, it, every time they make a movie, it's better. Uh, there's very few of those, but uh, you know, I count most of the ones that I feel that way about have only made one or two movies. But right. uh, <laughs> but it's exciting when you find somebody that you feel that way about, but then they turn into like a um, uh, what's the guy who did downsizing? Uh, Alexander Payne. Uh huh. <laughs> like it wasn't enough that the fucking puppet in that movie <laughs> world police that movie <laughs> right like that wasn't demeaning enough for Matt Damon like, Jimmy Kimmel has to talk shit about him at every fucking turn even on the Oscars he was taking shots at, at Matt Damon uh, which I, I love that. I love that comedic rivalry that they have. What was the last movie you saw, Trey? Um, fucking Red Sparrow. You did? Yeah, it was not good. Did you good. learn nothing from Mother? No. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> fucking. Dude, and it was... An, it was, was there no lesson given to you by the film Passengers? <laughs> yeah, and me and you saw Mother. I like her, and I think she's a good actress, but she's just on a, she's on a bit of a bad role in terms of... Uh, movie choices. It was not good. It was one of those where I was laughing at parts that you clearly shouldn't have been laughing at. Because there's like torture and shit, right? Yeah, but I really, I thought it was going to be more of like a born kind of thing, and it was a bore kind of thing. She doesn't get any cool fighting scenes like, uh... No. Like from, uh, what, that movie last summer, the Atomic Blonde? Yeah, yeah. And I was so, I mean, hey, it was a 20 minute walk home after it, and I was so upset the whole time that I had gone to see that movie. And so that I, I got home and watched uh, Five Deadly Venoms, uh, which is an old kung fu movie by the Shaw Brothers. Yeah, that nobody knows. No, nobody? 
Not a single person. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. You lied. Yeah. yeah. You lied. Does that, does that mean Leslie wins? <laughs> <laughs> I think Leslie always wins everywhere she goes. But what did you, what would you like to say is the last movie you saw? And hopefully no one will catch you if you're lying. Um, I watched most of The Shape of Water. Does that count? <laughs> now, why'd you tap? Just because you were tired or because you were disgusted? Well, I was very tired, so I turned Cat it lover. off. I figured I would go back to it. Okay. So just because you were tired. It was just like closing a book like most people don't say like I you know what was the last book you read oh this but I you know I stopped it's been a few days it's like people love to feel like they completed it but uh, you're going to watch the rest of it I think so are you excited to see the rest of it are you curious to know where is this fish I, fucking movie going to go I, I, I was lost I, I, I don't know where it's going to yeah, be I mean, it's a it's an interesting movie because for a Best Picture winner, it seems pretty polarizing. Like, how many people here loved Shape of Water? <laughs> and how how many people are like whatever? Oh, I love that they raise their hands. That is <laughs> that is a weird. Like, I'm against it, but I want my vote to be private. <laughs> Well, the silence made it harsher, yeah. You think they're like angrier at yeah, it? Yeah, the silence even, made it even harsher. Want to make a noise? I'm just yeah, well, we, raise um, my hand. Will we look back in ten years and wish Get Out had won when we think 2017? Will it be one of those kind of deals? I think so, but I think they're. I think that like, especially if you look at Guillermo del Toro and Jordan Peele, I think they love each other and each other's work. I think that it's like two genre films getting that much attention at the Academy Awards is huge. Like, what, like Silence of the Lambs was the last horror movie to get uh, Best Picture even nomination, and that was uh, like 1980. <laughs> I heard that... It wasn't that long ago? No. 90? 91. There you go. The Gookie knows. If only he'd known more movies from... Harrison Ford. Uh, I heard that the I, I heard that the Shape of Water is the first science fiction movie to ever win the Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Yeah, if one wants to argue that it's science fiction, it, it's more of a fantasy thing than science fiction, I think. But uh, but yeah, Lord of the Rings, obviously w w the third one. Like if they're you know, I'm glad Shape of Water won without having to make three of them. Um, <laughs> You know, but it was like hard to ignore Lord of the Rings and, and its success after a while. So that one year, that one year when it won everything was like the most boring year of the Academy Awards because yeah. Lord of the Rings just won everything. But it was sort of gratifying, which has made it sad. Like I thought the Academy would finally catch up and give uh, one of these Planet of the Apes movies an award for special effects. <laughs> uh, with War of the Planet of the Apes, it, it, it lost, and I was I was disappointed in them for that. Uh, Mad Max won a few, didn't it? I liked that. Didn't Mad Max, the new one? What, are you the guy that adds to the Oscar conversation? I like one movie that won a couple awards one time. Hey, man, you know, none of them, <laughs> none of, none of them are the lobster. Hey, man. <laughs> Which did, did that win Best Screenplay, The Lobster? No, it got nominated. I don't okay, think it won. Okay, it didn't win. All right. 
Um, okay, so enough of me going off about the Oscars, but I, you know, you listen to a lot of, uh, uh, you know, Beans a part of morning radio, and I listen to stuff, and there's so many like, like these little debates that come up. Like some people love Jimmy Kimmel taking people over to the uh, movie theater next door and interrupting the movie and giving out treats and having famous people there. And then some people hated it. And the people that hated it have uh, darkness in their soul. <laughs> because those fucking, they're like, they say things like, I would hate to have, I'd hate to be watching Wrinkle of Time and have it get interrupted. Oh, by Gal Gadot, Gal yeah. Gadot giving you red vines? Yeah. yeah. You fucking asshole. That's the best thing that can happen to a person in their entire life. Yeah, like they're gonna be telling that story for the rest of their life. I mean, that's so great. Yeah. And then there's all those other stars, and now you start hearing the stories of people that were in the theater. They're like, yeah, it was weird that the movie got interrupted, but you know, I got to meet Lin-Manuel Miranda or whoever, you know? Like, people were super psyched about because it was also such a random gaggle of celebrities that went in there. And it might not have been the best TV because they were just excited, and that was pretty much the end of it. Like, nothing weird happened, but... It was still like, for those people, holy shit. Yeah, man. And they went back to watching Wrinkle of Time, and, you know, f by most accounts, you're like, they liked the movie, but it was kind of up almost on the climax of the movie. Yeah, I would have left So the rest of the movie, you'd just be sitting there thinking, I just fucking... Fucking Army Hammer just shot a hot dog at me. Yeah, fucking Margot Robbie? Like, are you kidding me? You leave after that. Did you even know that a hot dog cannon was a thing that existed? No, and that it looked like, and that, that, that the hot dog cannon looked like he had his arm inside of a Oscar Mayer Wiener mobile. <laughs> like it looks like a, like it's a big hot dog. He's got his arm in, and it shoots the hot dog out. I was, I am not happy about that at all. <laughs> I did not care for that, but I was happy for the people that were there. They got to have a hot this dog. This guy's looking at his watch already, Doug. Oh, no. Is that a bad sign? Well, it's bad that you're pointing it out. Okay. For sure. <laughs> I kind of took it personally. No, but that's the thing. I don't, you know, I know, uh, you know, Bean does a lot of introductions at massive rock concerts and stuff, but, like, sometimes in uh, theater or comedy clubs or Cafe Istanbul, there's a spill of light into the front row that I personally would rather not be there because then I wouldn't notice when somebody looks at their watch. But this guy, as clear as day is right there, so that's why you noticed it. He hates us. And that's why you called it out. Well, it's just not, it's, you know, he's, he's, he's lit up. It's like, uh, you know, if he had a microphone, he might not say some nice things about you. Okay, fair enough. That's all I'm saying. Um, but we got to talk about prize bag real quick. Uh, I brought a bunch of stuff. Did you guys bring some stuff? I did. All right, uh, what, do you, what, do you, something. what does Bean have for the uh, prize bag? Um... One of the things I love the most about living in New Orleans is the food. And uh, everybody loves going to a place they haven't been before, trying to think. So I brought a, uh, a gift card for free food at my favorite breakfast place in the Garden District called Slim Goodies that I love. So I brought People that. love it. People love it. They're mostly sitting on this side. And then I also, and I didn't want to appear cheap, so I also went over to Sucra, which makes... You, you all know, but they make... Again, the, this side is consumers, and this side is... I don't know what you guys are doing over there. They make uh, cupcakes Maybe and chocolates. Here's and, part of a tour from a foreign and, and country. And I got a gift, a gift certificate for that in addition to the free breakfast. They're both in this thing? No, I got the other thing. In the, I should put that in there, though. Yeah. But that's, So it's a food-food combo for my uh, winner. I love it. That's terrific, yeah. Just, I'll put it in there. Yeah, just go ahead and, uh, you know... What do they call it when you have to fix your luggage to get on the plane? 
That's an IHOP gift card, man. Food, you guys. I brought um, a bunch of stuff, but the first thing I want to mention that I brought is, um, I haven't done this before. I had two hats that are the same, and it's got like a kind of a colorful pot leaf slash bird slash antelope on the front of it. And then it says, blaze your own trail, B-Y-O-T. And uh, you know, they're pretty cool hats, but I never have done this before, but I'm giving away both so that whoever wins this, uh, you can either meet someone or maybe you have a girlfriend or a wife or a husband or a, what's the other one? And you could uh, have matching hats. That's the thing couples like to do, right? Yeah. Just wear matching shit. Trey, what'd you bring? I brought the uh, boring United barf bag. It's not boring. People love it every time. And uh, a copy of my CD, The Moronic. Oh, thank you. You've heard of it. Um, and then the safety card for an A320 United. Uh, I wouldn't suggest flying on them. They're small as fuck, man. If you're a big dude, it's not going to be a comfortable ride. And then a uh, sticker from Skinny Dennis, a bar in Brooklyn, uh, Finger Bang Alley, population two. <laughs> and then there's a sticker from Oregon's finest dispensary. Yeah, right? They treated us good. And then I have another T-shirt from Creep Records in Philly. It's their uh, the Cobra logo. And then it says Creep Records Philadelphia on the back home of the world champion Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly, motherfuckers. Boo all you want, man. I'm from Philly. I'm fluent in boo. I speak that. <laughs> you brought a lot of stuff, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Why not? All right, well. I'm worried that Trey is giving away all his possessions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's one of those bang alley stickers. Really. We got to put you on suicide watch. Seriously, that's 50 <laughs> really been wanting to guy. hang on to that. That really tied the living room together. <laughs> ah, you've been to my living room. <laughs> um, I got a. Uh, I'm also contributing a uh, Douglas Movies T-shirt. Yeah. And and now that you've had time to think about it, Leslie. Is there anything you'd like to offer the prize bag? And don't, don't feel obligated. What about what this guy's got between... What's those donuts between your feet there? He's got donuts. Would you like... Would you, well, uh, what, what do you got, Leslie? My friend Chris loaned me some koozies. A couple of koozies? Destin, Florida. <laughs> from, from like the lamest spot in Florida. Destin? Come on. That's like a notch above Tampa. Here, Trey, put all that stuff in there. So somebody's going to win all of, uh, all of this stuff tonight. Uh, yeah. And uh, congratulations in advance to that person. Uh, <laughs> but now is the part of the show where I say, turn it off, Bert, because let the games begin! <laughs> Uh, 
Um, I'm sure we've got a lot. I mean, I know we've got lots of amazing name tags out there in the audience. So each and every one of you on like stage needs to go and pick who you're going to play for. And while you do that, we'll do this. We'll be back after these words. Today's show is brought to you by Hims. Dudes, guys, fellas, it's easier to keep the hair you have than replace the hair you've lost. That's why I want to tell you about 4hims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. With medical-grade solutions, real doctors, and well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions that can help you keep your hair, 4hims.com offers men easier, more affordable access to prescriptions, products, and medical advice they need. These are not herbal supplements. These are prescription solutions backed by science. No waiting room, no awkward doctor visits. Save hours by going to 4 and answering a few quick questions. Then a doctor will review and prescribe you, and everything will be sent directly to your door. Order now. Our listeners get a trial month of everything you need to keep your hair for just $5 today right now while supplies last. Check out the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy. Go to 4 slash DLM. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash DLM for hymns slash DLM. Today's show is also brought to you in part by IFC Films, The Death of Stalin, a comedy of terrors from the creator of Veep and In the Loop. Steve Buscemi and Mighty Python's Michael Palin lead an award-winning ensemble in this hilarious political satire. Reinterpreting the true events of Soviet secession in Moscow, 1953, when tyrannical dictator Joseph Stalin drops dead and his parasitic cronies square off in a frantic power struggle to be the next Soviet leader. The one-liners fly as fast as political fortunes fall. Critics are already calling the Death of Stalin, a masterpiece, one of the most hilarious films of the 21st century, and the political satire we need right now. Rolling Stone calls it brilliant and reminds you that any resemblance to modern world affairs is not a coincidence. The Death of Stalin in theaters March 9th. Back to the show. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right, we're back. Can Great get, job, everybody. Can I get another vodka soda, Very please? Very polite. Not now, Trey. Oh, not now. Sorry. Oh, K- Killer Diller is going to get you one. Oh, thank you. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But uh, who are you playing for, Leslie? Um, Charlie Williams War. <laughs> way, way to go. Wow, he's this got a very widespread life. cheering section in the crowd. You get to keep those Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, she's saying, somebody called dibs on them already? Wait, you can't put those on that? there to get picked and then want them back. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> all right, she, you got to keep those, Leslie, if you want. I think we should all eat them right now. Just to be, just to be sure that we get them. Yeah. Why? What are you waiting to. for? Toss it over here. Oh, do you want one? Yeah. Just throw it. 
<laughs> terrible. You want one? Yeah, of course. What a I surprise that Doug is hungry. <laughs> All right, who are you playing for, Trey? Katie Longworth. It's Katie Get Your Gun. And I like it. She's doing the splits with a rifle. And then you're there at the bottom. And she put a lot she put some candy on it. Yeah, there. she put candy on it. Yeah, you like that. But I just right. like the split. She's doing the splits with a rifle. That's fucking kinda hot. I like it. Ish. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you got, Bean? I know we're in uh, alligator country, but I am playing for <laughs> Crocodile Dundee. Did, yeah. Did somebody's three year old make that? I it's, don't know. I, it's written in crayon. Yeah, with a, stu- with a cro- stuffed crocodile, stuffed crocodile just taped yeah. to it. I was, I was attracted to the jankiness of it. I really thought this is a brave, brave, secure person who can walk in here with that. <laughs> and I, I like it. I like uh, made it damn. in the car. Right. <laughs> Oh, yeah, ring that's a good pops. one. <laughs> I didn't even notice these were ring pops. <laughs> this is dinner and a show. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of, lot of tasty items up here. I mean, I love Reese's cups, but you know what, Kelly, to bring up Easter Reese's egg? <laughs> Those are the little ones, though. Where's the big ones? Those little ones. Those are not big. (laughs) Compared to what? Oh. My mom's Puerto Rican. She's actually pretty huge. All in the butt, though. All right, you guys. That's truth. I'm not lying. All right. (laughs) Come on. Come on, everybody. I guess I could use another drink. I mean, you know, Cafe Istanbul is cool. They know what's up. I don't have to beg for it. Please. Let's play Alex's, Jason, and Deb's IMDb game. All right. You know this game, Leslie? No. Wait, did you get up here somehow and win that earlier game without ever having listened to this show? Yeah, I'm pretty confident, though. So. Wow. Holy shit. All right, calm down, I Leslie. I like this very much. <laughs> this is unusual for an audience guest. Usually they're very aware of uh, everything that's about to happen, so you, you just lowered the, or leveled the playing field with everybody. Uh, Bean, of course, is uh, new to the show, so he might not know how this works. And Trey's been here a bunch of times, so I'm pretty sure he doesn't know how Still it works. Still don't know how this works. <laughs> so this game is based on, on the IMDb page. Uh, every actor and actress has a most known for at the top of the page. It's for movies or projects. Sometimes it's TV shows that uh, the person is supposedly most known for as decided by a bizarre algorithm that I've yet to figure out because currently in my top four is uh, a a voice I did in an animated thing that I don't think anybody ever saw. 
Uh, it's called Aladdin. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a weird credit that they threw in there. So I don't know how they decide it. But the point is, I'll start naming somebody's top four. Buzz in with your own name when you think you know who it is and guess. But if you get it wrong, you come in too early, it's negative one point. But if you get it right, then you get a, go on and name what you think might be the other movies in that person's top four and get bonus points for that. That sounds familiar. Uh, any questions, Bean or Leslie? No, I'm good. I'm ready to try. That's all I could ask for. <laughs> and it's a, that was a great Tom Petty song. I'm ready to try. <laughs> Dude, odd. Are you still mourning? Who's top? I'll never stop mourning Tom Petty. That's, a, that's an eternal mourning. I, 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 every time one of his songs comes on, I cry. Yeah. It's a very sensitive crowd tonight. Yeah. yeah. But also, I didn't get to finish the punchline. I was oh, going, which is why I don't, I don't listen to music. <laughs> Is that music I'm hearing? Turn it off. <laughs> like in every, everywhere I go. All right. Uh, here we go. Whose top four starts with a motion picture called The Help? See, there's lots of people in that movie. You don't want to jump in too soon because, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's a risky move. The second movie in there most known for is a film called The Hours. That's a little bit more helpful. Pretty esoteric pair of movies. Hours. Somebody in the audience might know, but they do not get to say because they are a good person <laughs> who is not too drunk. I find that these tapings, sometimes people yell out because they've had too much to drink. And I think that's probably, that sounds reasonable. Are we terrible contestants? Should we know by now with those two movies? I've never um, even heard of that. So I, like I said, some people... <laughs> Oh. Some people in the audience know. You've heard of this next one. All right. Yeah. This person was also in Juno. Oh. Allison Janney. Oh, Bean. Bean. Bean says. Bean says Allison Janney. Allison Janney is correct, Bean. Damn it. I forgot I was supposed to uh, answer in the form of a question. Sorry, Doug. It's all good. And now do I have to name the other one? You get one more shot. You get one more point if you Allison can name Janney. what else is in her top four. You said it could be TV also. I'm going to just could say... Could be either one. I'm yeah. just going to say mom then. All right. Uh, there's people in the audience going, mm, mm, mm. Because they think they're so smart. And um, yeah, uh, you know, I think this, you know, kind of pushes it into the top four that she just won an Academy Award. Uh, uh, it's yeah. I, Tanya. Yeah, sure. But being us in the lead with one point. Yeah. Uh, I would have said Drop Dead Gorgeous anyway. You would have said the name of a movie? Yeah. <laughs> In a game where... Oh, I see. I see what you mean. My backup would have been another TV show. I would have said West Wing anyway, so... Right. Yeah, C.J. Craig. Her greatest role, I think. Yeah. What would you have said, Laura? Uh, the Spy, just because that was one of her recent ones. Okay. It's a funny movie. <laughs> All right, round two, you guys. 
I was confused for a second there. I'll explain my confusion later because it's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Who's best known for starts with a movie called Moon? Bean. Bean oh, buzzes sh- in with really? his own name and he says... Sam Rockwell. That is correct. Fuck. You had just said mom. I looked down and I thought instead of moon, I thought it said mom. <laughs> and I was like, what have I done wrong now? <laughs> but moon is the correct answer. You get three more guesses for three more bonus points. Oh, I'm going to be terrible at this. The films... Well, I'll say three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Of Sammy Rock. Okay, two more. Okay. Um, what was the game show CIA guy? Oh, <laughs> you know uh, what I'm talking confessions about? Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. I, I'm sorry, what? Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Can I say that? Yeah. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. <laughs> what else Wait would you like to say? <laughs> <laughs> um, you oh, gave me that one. You want to give me the fourth more, one, too? One more. Um, no, I didn't give you anything. Um, Sam Rockwell is, of course, the guy. He's all like dancing around in another movie. Yeah, he's like. I'm sorry, I gotta, I gotta tap out, Doug. Okay, I do not have another one. Well, that's fair. You get a bonus point for three billboards, and then he was also in from the same writer director, Seven Psychopaths, and yeah, it's true. And, uh, and then he's also known for uh, a little indie movie that everybody enjoys a great deal called The Way, Way Back. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's yeah, Steve yeah. Carell, great movie. Yeah, yeah. But you still picked up two points of that, so you're ahead with three points, Bean. Yeah, whatever. This still could be anybody's game. <laughs> anybody could take this. No, I don't think it could be. <laughs> I'm worried you're going to get to Tom Hanks at some point, and then we're all out. Cousin <laughs> <'cause of> Leslie. <laughs> all right, so, so far we have Sam Rockwell. Fred we got Smith, this, Laura. Uh, uh, <laughs> Allison Janney. <laughs> oh, damn it. What's the matter? No. <laughs> Who's best known for starts with Beginners. Next movie. The Insider. Bean. Bean's buzzing in. Christopher Plummer. That is correct. Sorry. Uh, it doesn't matter because you're, you're basically the winner, but uh, yeah. you want to name two more uh, Christopher Plummer movies? Well, uh, All the Money in the World. That, did, that didn't make his top four. Sound of Music. That didn't either. Wow. What? Yeah, they went with A Beautiful Mind. Oh, sure. And uh, Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. Fuck. That heavy was like, boo on that. <laughs> heavy boo. I picked very, up on the theme, but I was angry, like, I don't remember who won anything from the Oscars. All right, so uh, Bean won all the points on that game. Yeah. <laughs> but that only means, in my world, that you get to go first in the next game. Because I'm all about everybody having a chance up until the very end. Or near it. So let's play 
whose tagline is it anyway? Okay. <laughs> we'll start with you, Bean, then we'll go to Trey, and then we'll go to Leslie. And basically, I'm just going to say the tagline for a movie of all the movies ever made. Uh, and you just have to guess what movie you think the tagline's for. Um, all right. And if you, you know, if you can't get it, Bean, then we move on to right. Trey. If you do get it, we give Trey a new one <laughs> and go, go about it like that. Don't you cheat and look at this up in the balcony, you guys. <laughs> I've got a guy up there giving me Morse code with the answers, so. Well, that's weird, because you'd have to hear him. <laughs> Why is that? What, what's that tapping? <laughs> okay, so uh, here's the first one, and Bean gets the first guess. What movie has the tagline, We Shall Never Surrender? Is it Fart Cancer, the movie? I wish there was something <laughs> called Fart Cancer, the movie. It's not enough that Fart Cancer is just a Twitter account. Not, not correct. Okay. But that's not correct. Trey? We shall never. Wedding Crashers. Surrender. <laughs> no. Uh, taps? That's, that's not right. You don't get to just keep guessing. Oh. <laughs> Leslie? Braveheart. Oh, that's not a bad That's not a movie guess. either. <laughs> oh, there's a Braveheart sign over there. But the fact that it wasn't held up indicates that it's not the right answer. Because people will do that. If their name tag is the answer, sometimes they'll just hold it up to help the contestants. <laughs> Fucking cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is the tagline for a motion picture called Dunkirk. Uh, wow. All right. Dunkirk. All right. All right. So we start with uh, Bean again. And this next one is the tagline is never give up, never give in. Mmm. Mmm, indeed. Never give up. Never give in. Never get in. Um, it's the, kind of like uh, the opposite of consent. <laughs> I, I uh, never get. Uh, what's that uh, Sylvester Stallone arm wrestling movie, Doug? Oh, over the top. I'll say over the top. He's going over the top. <laughs> Incorrect. Ooh. Trey, what do you think it is? Wedding Crashers. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie. <laughs> Anything? He's leading me astray, but I'm going to say Bad News Bears. <laughs> Who told you Bad News Bears? I did. Why would you do that? Because it's the wrong answer. <laughs> well, now she's not going to take your advice ever again. Oh, she will. I hope she never really needs it. Uh, <laughs> never Give Up, Never Give In is uh, from Darkest Hour, mm. the companion piece, if you will, to Dunkirk. <laughs> if you see them both, you know everything there is to know about Dunkirk. And it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Where are these uh, taglines being used, by the way? 
Oh, just like what, what I'd say about them. Okay. <laughs> How I would describe them. <laughs> no, IMDb lists everything that comes from the posters, ads, like, you know, generated by the, not necessarily the filmmakers, but certainly the studio that film comes from. This one might be better for you, Bean. I think you might have a shot at this. Uh, this really, sometimes taglines really describe the movie. Uh, this one goes, just because you're invited doesn't mean you're welcome. <laughs> no, I wasn't saying he'd relate to it because of what the content. I, I think was I saying see. that he would figure out. No, no, I got it. What I, the movie I understand. is. Now that sounds like it wants to be a horror movie, right? Audience, doesn't it sound like a? You not? You, this isn't get the audience to help you figure out the answer. Sure, I know. Just because. <laughs> um, but I have no, no guess, so I'm just going to say the obviously incorrect house party. <laughs> Always a great guess. Uh, Trey? Wedding crashers. <laughs> How is it not? I'll be shocked if there's ever a tagline that doesn't apply. <laughs> it's wedding crashers. It's perfect. <laughs> just when you thought it was safe to get back in the water. <laughs> wedding crashers. <laughs> All right, Leslie. Get you out. Got this. <laughs> What'd she say? Get out! I'm going to stay right here. This is my show. <laughs> yes, get out is correct. I got one. Oh, man, this is exciting. <laughs> All right, we're going back to you, Bean. You're going to start us off again. Another one. Yeah, oh, yeah, we got... I thought we just peaked. No, we got enough. <laughs> we got so many that the person who gets the most is going to win. I.E. Leslie. That's how it works. What? Oh, what? <laughs> it just happened. Wow, we have a... <laughs> It doesn't matter how it works. It's how I do it that, that matters. I forget. I do it wrong all the time. Yet somehow it continues. It's not how it works. Being what movie has the tagline, time to fly? Time to fly. It's not time to fly. <laughs> time to time fly. Time to fly, yeah. So far we got Dunkirk, Darkest Hour, Get Out, Time to Fly. Time to fly. I'll say the fly. Oh, that's a great guess. A lot of taglines have a word from the title in the word. I think if it were for that movie, they would have said the time to fly, but get both words in. Trey? Wedding Crashers. <laughs> now he's hoping for that thing where it comes around and gets funny again. <laughs> the, the Monty Python. It'll, it'll, yeah, it'll get less and less for a while, but then, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> but try to get your head in the game, Trey. Yeah, we got this. Leslie? God. Um... Superman Returns. 
No, it's the tagline for Ladybird. Oh. Did that anyone makes know sense. that? Wow. <laughs> All right. Some people right. could have figured it out, though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, let's go. You wouldn't say time to fly for the shape of water. Uh, all, right, all right, Bean, you're first. Here's the next one. A fairy tale for troubled times. I will say a fairy tale for troubled times. I will say Beauty and the Beast. No, Trey? Three billboards outside <laughs> Ebbing, Missouri. No, Leslie? Damn it. The Shape of Water. That's correct. <laughs> now I like this game just to torture you two guys. <laughs> I want it to go on forever. Well, let's just do one more. Bean. <laughs> what movie has the tagline, Is it better to speak or die? I know it doesn't help to repeat it, but is it better to is speak? Is it better to speak or die? Or die. Um, is it better to speak or die? Better to speak or die. I, um... Let's do some lines. Talk radio. A real movie. Probably. A real movie, right? That's legit. That's legit. It's about a radio DJ who gets killed. Gets murdered, yeah. Trey? Yeah. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. You would have got a much bigger laugh if you went back to... (laughs) (laughs) Is it better to speak or die? Speak now or whatever, hold your peace. Wedding crashers. (laughs) Leslie? The Darkest Hour? No. I mean, that's a great guess because all of these were movies that were nominated for Best Picture this year. Uh, This one, I have no idea why this is the tagline for Call Me By Your Name. Uh Uh-oh. I, wow. It makes no sense. I think we should write an angry letter to IMDb. <laughs> Is it better to speak or die? Hey, what Way the- to sell a summer romance movie, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Between a 16-year-old and a man. It's a little dodgy, but they made it in another country, so I guess it's okay. Wait, did somebody die in that? Leslie is our winner! Oh, hot damn. <laughs> Man. But now she needs to prevail through one more game. She gets to go first in a game that many argue going first is not a good an advantage. But still it's happening for her. We're going to play Bennington Tom Brady. It's called that because Ron Bennington thought of the game and you have to adjust for inflation. I know, I know the joke's not going to get better, but I'm going to say it every time. (laughs) 
I needed to think of that years ago. How long ago did that Inflate Gate happen? Like two or three years ago? Three years ago. Yeah, but I'm, I'm on it, you guys. <laughs> also, go Saints. So here's how this game works, you guys. Uh, Leslie's going to get to go first. I'm going to say the name of an actor, and you have to name what you think might be in their top three movies of all time at the uh, nationwide box office domestic after adjusting for inflation. And... Uh, if you get the number one movie, you get three points and two for two and three for one. And uh, there's no penalty for wrong answers, but you just have to guess a movie that might fit into their top three. Make sense, Leslie? Yes. You're, you're top five. You're one of my top five favorite guests of all time. <laughs> This speak when spoken to and winning all the games attitude is really... (laughs) I'm finding it very charming. (laughs) Kiss ass. (laughs) I didn't want to say you guys, but she did uh, bring me an apple. Oh. She didn't. I got it at the hotel. All right, here we go. Leslie, Mm -hmm. what do you think is in the top three of the films of Ellen DeGeneres? Yeah, Uh, she's been in some movies. Finding Nemo. What are you going with? What is Uh, it? Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo, okay. Trey, what do you think? Finding Nemo (laughs) 2. Finding more Nemos. Now, like, if you worked at uh, Pixie, Pixar, <laughs> Pixie Disnar, <laughs> if, you, um, if you worked there and you were sitting around going, what are we going to call this movie? <laughs> what do you think you would call it instead of those things you were saying? Oh, um... <laughs> Losing Nemo? Nemo's gone again? Oh, no, what it's the a, fucking fuck? Oh, uh, something, it's something with Dory. <laughs> yeah, Finding Dory. <laughs> All right, please don't encourage people when they're right. It's more fun to be quiet. But, uh, Bean, what do you think? Well, you didn't leave me much, you guys. No, we um, didn't. She's how, been how, in a lot of stuff, though. How about the uh, forthcoming Shape of Water-inspired Grinding Nemo? It's a fish sex joke. Yeah. Or is that vodka? Oh, did you order a drink and it never came? Yeah. They're just chilling over there. Word. I get it. It's New yeah. Orleans, man. Zatarans. <laughs> <laughs> that was bigger than the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's happening? Whose turn is it? Oh, what'd you go with, Bean? I went with a, a comedy answer. Uh, oh, okay. He, he does. So I, I think this is probably Leslie's again, I bet. 
What'd you say? Oh, the okay, yeah. You said a thing that's not an answer, yes. All right, so coming in at number three, Dr. Doolittle. Huh, I did not know that. It was her number three, yeah. Uh, And then number two, Finding Dory. Yeah. That's two points for Trey. That's two. This is getting exciting. And then (laughs) number one, of course, Finding Nemo. Leslie has three, Trey has two, Bean has, Bean is here, and and Trey gets to go first in this next round, and the first title, whose top four starts with, I'm sorry, I have to just say, I get these two games confused, I'm going to say the name, whose name starts with Albert and ends with Brooks. Albert Brooks. What's in his top three? <laughs> Starting yeah, right. with Trey. Gentlemen in the audience said Jesus Christ. <laughs> like it's a really, really, really hard question. What the fuck was he in? Why would anyone know? Why would anyone take anything out of, in, you know, in, the pr- in a the contextual producers? way? No. <laughs> anything? Nothing. All right, got nothing on Albert Brooks. What do you got there for us, Bean? Man, I, I know he, he did one of those big animated movies, too, but I'm not thinking of it. So I will say broadcast news. Fucking kidding okay. me. Bean is going broadcast news. Leslie, what do you, what do you think? All on you, Lori. <laughs> Anything? No. Okay. She's going to tap. It is, you know, he is a a comedian and character actor, and he's done uh, voices and stuff. Uh, His number one, of course, would be Finding Nemo. Fucking unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, and his number two is Finding Dory. Yeah. Uh, Shit. But, yeah, but coming in at number three for Albert Brooks is Terms of Endearment. Yeah, so uh, Bean got on the board with one point to Trace two and less. I don't think I got a point. I have to be top three, don't I? With broadcast news wasn't in the top three. Good point. It's number three, didn't I say? You said Terms no. of Endearment. Terms of Endearment. I meant broadcast news. But Albert Brooks isn't in Terms of Endearment. I was confused as well. <laughs> yeah, just when I say you're right, just take it. All don't, right. Don't sit there. Noted. Don't question it. <laughs> I really did write down terms of endearment. What an idiot. (laughs) Maybe he has a voiceover in that. Maybe that is his number three. All right. Uh, One final round. Uh, We got a tiebreaker ready if we need it. It it is uh, pretty close. So we'll start with you, Bean. Then we'll go to Leslie and Trey. And it's the films of Sigourney Weaver. That's right. That's a name that puts you in the front seat of a roller coaster. I mean... <laughs> I know it's so obvious, but it made so much money. I guess I'll just grab Alien. Okay. You can grab it. Avatar. How you feeling now about grabbing Alien? Not good. Not good. 
Never saw it, never thought about it. <laughs> Trey, what do you got? Finding Nemo. <laughs> All right, so this is exciting. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Coming in. <laughs> uh, number. I'm just trying. I'm trying to decide what's more suspenseful. Which way is the better way to start? Uh, number two for Sigourney Weaver is Ghostbusters. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, adjusted for inflation. Yeah. Number one. <laughs> number one. <laughs> is Avatar. But number three is Finding Dory. <laughs> oh, are you, what? How is, wait, how is Finding Nemo above on the other two? <laughs> Oh. She's not in Fighting that Nemo, you sense. fucking idiot. Man. Do I feel stupider than I normally feel? <laughs> I just love that you've still figured out, you know, that you even question the, the math on that. But, uh, but yeah, that was, that was the, uh, the trick there. Um, you, do, you guys want to do one more round just for fun? Yeah. All right, so this one starts with, or you know what, on this one, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll start with Leslie, and then Trey, and then, uh, and what we're going to do is... <laughs> Him. Ten years, I know the guy. Ten years, this is what happens. Well, I just don't, you know, it's like when you know a stripper and you don't know whether to use her real name or her stripper name. <laughs> Or her second stripper name, <laughs> as they as they often have if you if you really talk to them, right? They have a name that they <laughs> say to everybody, and then they have a name that they say to people they want to think they're saying their real name to. Right. Like my name is this as a dancer, but my real name is this, and then they have a third one that's their real name. You guys spend a lot of time with them <laughs> for that. Oh yeah, I've Leslie. Gone, what's your real name? I've gone deep undercover. <laughs> Yeah, I think that would have landed better oh. if you just said Trey. What's your real name? Yeah, <laughs> I apologize. I would have been so much. I'll get it right for the second show. <laughs> we'll we'll clean this shit up. Yeah, man. Uh, Fuck. All right, dude. Leslie. The films of of Allison Janney. What do you think? Anything? I'm thinking. Do you know who that is? Yes. <laughs> the only one yes. I can think of is Juno right now. Okay. That's cool. Trey? Man. <laughs> no, because I want it to be Drop Dead Gorgeous. I also like the... I like the... Right? It's such I a like great the, movie. I also liked how serious he was. Wedding Crashers. Wedding. 
as almost as What's good a laugh as I got you? off it. Just say it. Wedding Crashers, man. You can't think of any movies she was in. She yeah, just wanted that gorgeous. She just won an Oscar for I Tonya. Yeah. Don't, I'm not asking everybody to say movies she's in. What? That's my favorite movie with her, so I'm sticking with it. Drop for, Dead Gorgeous. Yeah. All right. Well, you, you should you should see some of her other movies. No, I know. <laughs> Bean, what do you got? And we talked about her her popular movies earlier tonight. Yeah. I bet I we named so. one that would have been a good guess right now. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's escaped me, so I'll just uh, fill in the blank with uh, with I Tanya since I know that one. Okay, I Tanya came in at number nine. You know, because it's struggling. You know, it's uh, it got nominated for awards, but if it's, it's an I- indie movie. Her number six might be one, one of my favorites, Spy with Melissa McCarthy. Ah. That's a really good one. Drop Dead Gorgeous better. And then, uh, the, no, it is. And then, um, <laughs> and then she's in Mr. Peabody and Sherman. She's in, uh, her number three is The Help. Number two is The Minions. Number one, Finding Dory. I thought somebody would have figured that out. And, um... <laughs> But just uh, being an extra winner in the bonus round, uh, Leslie, uh, number four is Juno. So. So Leslie's killing it all over the place. Let's get her uh, um, whatever she wants to drink. Do you want something to drink? No, I'm good. Okay. Jeez, really? Yeah, that worked out great. Don't don't question it, Trey. That's fantastic. (laughs) All right. Don't have to spend another penny on her. But uh, <laughs> but uh, who are you playing for? Let's get that prize bag uh, given out. Where is that person? Where's Charlie? Charlie Williams. Come on, Charlie. Come on up here and get your prize bag. There you go, dude. Congratulations. Oh, a little handshake. That's cool. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Katie didn't write no shithead. She didn't? What happened, Katie? She's new. Who would you like me to call a shithead, Katie? Where is Katie? Oh, that's a real specific one. <laughs> see this one, see the person Bean was playing for, uh, cleverly put it on the back of the uh, crocodile poster. <laughs> uh, Leslie, do you have anything to plug? Is there anything you'd like to say to, th- to the listeners of this podcast? Um, this was really fun. Thank you for having me. You had a good time? Yeah. <laughs> You thinking about listening to the show now? Yeah. Okay. If that's how I have to get new listeners, I'll do it. Come be a guest on the show and decide if you want to listen or not. But thank you so much for being here and being a good sport and all all that stuff and and for uh, being a winner. Thank you. Eat a dick, Lori. I didn't mean and that. It's like up, it, that was probably the wrong up with his thing shit. to say. Trey, what do you got yeah. to plug? What, where, where are you going on your uh, women-hating tour? That is, I love women, man, <laughs> a lot. They just don't love me back. <laughs> What's, what? You tell me, dick. 
What's coming up for you, lonely man? April 6th, I'm going to be back in Philly at Victoria Freehouse. Um, and then my monthly show in New York. And then there's some other shit in April around 420 that I may be involved in. So, oh, all um, right. Yeah, yeah. Check my shit for yeah, that shit. Yeah, saying come back to New Orleans. For 420? Plans. For just in general. WrestleMania. In general. I'll come back for WrestleMania. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's exciting. I wanted to go to that. Yeah, man. But I'm here now, not then. No. <laughs> uh, thank you for being here, dude. Being, You're welcome. What's your uh, Twitter name? At Clyde Tumbaugh. Yeah. The great American who discovered the planet Pluto. What? Oh, that's not even... I always thought that was your real name. No. That's not even his real no, name. No, it's just a tribute to, the, to a great American. All right. Clyde Tumbaugh. T-O-M-B-A-U-G-H. Uh, follow him there on Twitter. Listen to, uh, you know, I know a lot of you guys here don't know uh, the L.A. show, uh, K-Rock show, Kevin and Bean, but uh, it's also podcasted. That's correct. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, all the episodes. And Does anybody listen to it? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> One guy over there right. kind of sounded like he might. Okay. Uh, very noncommittal. And um, what else can you uh, say to the, my, my listeners here and, and elsewhere? Thanks for indulging me on this stage tonight. Doug, thank you for the invitation. You oh, are dude, cool. you, you did a great job. You are great at what you do, man. Oh, you are thank so you. great at what you do. A real, a real pleasure. Thank you very much. I, you know, up until that last thing you said, you weren't going to get a rebooking, but now... I can suck up with the best of them. I feel confident that I will have you back. And, uh, but always great to do your show with uh, Kevin. And, uh, and uh, I sit there with Kevin, and then you just hear Bean. It's really an interesting way to do radio. If I could just hear both of them, I'd be much happier. <laughs> just sit at home and do it. Why don't we do that? Why can't I just do it from home? Sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> Maybe we work this out not on stage. Yeah, that's a good idea, but... Everybody here seems like they want more, and so I'm giving them a big finish. <laughs> Anybody want to ring pop? <laughs> donuts! Donuts! Well, this guy's got donuts if anybody wants one. We don't, we don't have time to throw them around. We got, we're, we're serious around here about, about running a tight ship, but I just want to make sure I didn't have any plugs I was supposed to mention. Oh, yeah, I'm doing stand-up at the waiting room in Omaha on Sunday, April 29th, so I hope to see you there. One more time for all of my guests, you guys. Thanks, New Orleans. Leslie Ellis, Bean, Trey Gallion, and... As always, people who hang up the phone by going, mm, bye. <laughs> Was that it? Did I do it right? Yeah. Okay. Those people are a shithead. <laughs> oh. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of both his viewing prowess makes it foggy. There's no room in his heart for you. Okay, all right. That came in a little early. We're going to try it. <laughs> try again. <laughs> there's, 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 there's one more shithead. No, there's still no room in my heart for you. But I got to say one more shithead. New Orleans, 
I know, this is going to get rough. For stealing Mardi Gras from American birthplace of Mobile, Alabama. Where's the song when you need it? Thanks again to IFC Films, The Death of Stalin, a comedy of terrors from the creator of Veep and In the Loop. Steve Buscemi and Monty Python's Michael Palin lead an award-winning ensemble in this hilarious political satire, reinterpreting the true events of Soviet secession in the 1950s. Critics are already calling The Death of Stalin a masterpiece, one of the most hilarious films of the 21st century, and the political satire we need right now. Death of Stalin in theaters March 9th. Bye-bye. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of Gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no 